0: It's the worst fucking podcast that you'll hear. It's not that respected when it's the collective as Christian would cheer. It's the worst fucking podcast that you'll hear.
1: Collective podcast.
0: And welcome to the fifth episode of Collective Podcast 4, Season 3. Jerry here, Christian here, and we are remote somewhere on Staten Island. Same location, different house. We have our guest, Jimmy Faluca, the less normal Faluca in continuity of Assistant Nicole. Jimmy, how are you? Hello, Jerry. Thank you very much for having me.
1: Woohoo uh real quick, if the uh if if do you hear a very weird cut in this, it's because the battery died. So if you have a weird cut through this, Chris, that's the that's a reason. Christian, aren't you supposed to be prepared? This is your show. I'm just a guest. I don't, don't freaking know. know. But uh I'm getting blinking lights over here. Uh so yeah, so we have the normal the normal, normal normal fulluca? Finally? After after we No, we didn't, no. The on the not normal one, after we had the normal one. I don't know, depending
2: did. on who you're Depending on who you talk to, you know, I'm either normal or I'm not normal. I don't know. I personally feel that normal's overrated. That's just me.
1: Mm. (laughs) Normal, not normal, whatever. (laughs) So, before we get started, uh, we had some uh, sad news today. Uh, One of our friends and guests on the podcast that we've been having on frequently, uh, John Gregorio, his grandmother passed. Uh, So, we just want to take a moment to... uh, send out our uh, condolences, and we're thinking about him at uh, at this time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyone that knows John knows that he's a solid dude. Uh, hell of a person to have a good time with. He's a genuine guy, and, you know, the, t- the, the terrible part is this poor guy's lost both his grandmothers in the span of, what, a month? Maybe yeah. two? Yeah. You know, and listen, I'm fortunate. I still have three of my grandparents. I remember when I lost my grandfather that hurt for a while. This guy's having to deal with two in the same year, not even 6 months apart. So, John, if you're listening, we're here for you, dude. And, you know, we love you and we will pray for your family.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so uh he's frequent guest, he's always welcome. To come and talk to us about nerdy things. Uh, nerdy things? <laughs> nerdy. you got to hear this
2: guy when it comes to Legend of Zelda, when it comes to Yu-Gi-Oh!
1: Nobody is a bigger Legend of Zelda fan than me. Do I don't know, do I don't
2: know, Chris, I don't know. John might edge out just a little bit. But then again, John hasn't tried to get me to like Legend of Zelda nearly as much as this
1: guy. <laughs> you underestimate my power. <laughs> there's,
2: there, there's a picture floating around on Instagram and Facebook of... Me rolling my eyes with Christian giving a thumbs up with a big smile. You know what that picture's from? 20 years of friendship. (laughs) Uh, It's not just the 20 years of friendship. It's also... That was the day I told him I was starting to like Legend of Zelda. You would have thought I told this guy that I won the lottery and he was getting half of it. This guy's wanted me to love Legend of Zelda.
0: You weren't going to give me half of your lottery money, Christian? Like,
1: what's the matter with you? No, Jerry, no. (laughs) Uh, So... uh, Special request from, uh, from Jimmy for the first, uh, I guess topic that we were going to talk about was, uh, uh, yeah, salute, uh, where everybody's drinking, uh, chocolate milk in, it's and it's actually, it's actually I, it, hot well, chocolate, well, hot chocolate, and, and Jerry's drinking hot chocolate and Truly, so that's, uh, that's an interesting combination,
0: first off, it's Truly hot chocolate.
2: Ah, and second okay. of all, I'm using my Charlie Brown cup with Charlie Brown missing the football in honor of my friend Joe.
1: Yes. Uh, and he's got a Despicable Me, Jerry's got a Despicable Me one, because Jerry is despicable, but that's, uh, but that's another podcast. That's an eight. Ooh. <laughs> so, uh... You mentioned the special request. So the special request now is me and Jimmy are going to are gonna gush over uh, our favorite Thanksgiving film, which is... Oh, yes. Thanksgiving's two days away, so him and me are eagerly getting ready to talk about, uh... Or watch, or that matter, watch this uh, this this movie. Uh, It's it's called uh, March of the Wooden Soldiers. Oh yes. Screw the uh, screw the uh, the the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Exactly. It's not Thanksgiving unless you watch March of the Wooden Soldiers.
2: Absolutely not. You gotta just like you gotta have turkey and you gotta have stuffing and you gotta have all that great stuff that you have on Thanksgiving and you gotta have some football. You gotta have March of the Wooden Soldiers. I've been watching that movie every single year, sometimes multiple times in a year, since I'm a child.
1: And I can... Same t- with me.
2: Oh, please, listen. And my sister and I could quote that movie
1: word for word. Oh, you you and me could probably quote that movie word we for word. We absolutely could.
2: Now, now, here's the interesting thing. Christian and I have been friends for over 20 years. Yes, the poor guy probably is still going through therapy because of our friendship, but yes. that's fine. He'll live. Uh... I never knew that he loved that movie. And in all these years, it was—I think it was what two or three years ago—I found out you liked. The it movie?
1: feels like a little. It, it, it feels like a little longer.
2: <laughs> I, I just can't get over that we went all that time, no, not knowing that that was one of our favorite movies. We could have been enjoying it together and
0: gushing over it in the same room. Do you realize the deprivation that you provide Jimmy on these occasions? Oh,
2: please! He deprives me of a lot of things, like not filming the
0: odd couple skit no. that we should oh, be no, doing. No, that is not Everything happening. else is off the table. Let's talk about that stuff I mean, right now. I have, okay. I
1: have, I have, I have too many other film projects in the. Uh, in other who, words,
2: ladies and gentlemen, what he's telling you is that his personal projects are more important than his friends.
1: <laughs> no, it's that I have so many other things I have to you know, I'm, you know, ju- I'm kidding to, with you to, to, to do something you. like that would take so much time and effort to put in that it's, it's just it's just not and I just want to go on the record ladies and gentlemen
2: I'm offering to do the casting I'm offering to write the scripts I'm willing to provide the location he just has to show up and, and, rec- and recite his lines.
1: Well, then who's directing? <laughs> I'm the director. Oh, God. I thought I, 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 I was
0: just about to offer.
1: I, <laughs> I, I, I would pay a lot of money to see Jimmy go through the headache that. And Jerry knows to, 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 to all the stress levels to see what I went Jimmy
0: through. Jimmy co leading the. Oh, that would be a shitstorm. A majestic one to say <laughs> so, the so,
1: so, anyway, March of Women's Soldiers, do you, do you watch the short film that's after March of Women's Soldiers? Uh, Ghost Ship? Which is No, is, I is, do not. Uh, why? It's a great, I mean, it's, a great just, it's a great
2: because once I'm seeing Ollie get all the spikes pulled out of him and I see the end, that means the end.
1: Well they they, <laughs> they show like a short film like a short one afterwards that again that I watch. I, I again it's not it's not Thanksgiving unless that movie No, not at all. Is 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 watched. No,
2: no. See, like for me it's just like with Halloween. I can't enjoy Halloween without watching Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. But yeah, thing, yeah then, I'm sorry? Always again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Listen, you associate with every holiday, or at least with most, you associate certain films with that holiday. Like, for me, I associate Halloween with Dracula, Frankenstein, The Wolfman. With Thanksgiving, I associate it with March of the Wooden Soldiers, with Christmas. Obviously, you associate it with with Scrooge or Die Hard. Yes, Die Hard
1: is a Christmas movie. (laughs) Speaking speaking of Christmas, I do want to point out here that... Um, that uh, I, I do want I I do want to point out that we are recording on location. This is the first time we're not recording at Jerry's house, which is a shock. Jerry's Jerry's going through withdrawals. He doesn't know where he is. I <laughs> thought this was my house. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: you didn't recognize with the giant Christmas tree and the giant Christmas village that you're in my place. Why do I have to celebrate? On and that's life?
1: and that's <laughs> and that's one of the things that I, that I, I wanted to point out is. <laughs> As, as Jimmy chokes on his, uh, he's gonna
2: make me choke on my hot chocolate.
1: Is that uh, he's got he's got a big ass uh, Christmas village, and constantly for the month of November and December, he's got Christmas music playing. is looking at me like he's shocked dude, <laughs> that this would even happen, and um, <laughs> I
0: feel like I'm Jehovah's Witness trying to knock on my own housewife
1: right now. <laughs> and if you were, I would come to the door, Newton, say. <laughs> Hey, you need me
0: to help look for Jesus? Come on, <laughs> come on in. <laughs> Talk about reverse psychology.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and then he's got uh, the Christmas tree up. He's got. Uh, don't
2: forget the ceramics.
1: The ceramics. He's got.
2: And those are family heirlooms because they were made by Grandpa Pete. He made yeah, those I got. He made those with his
1: hands. I got. I, I got. Uh, I don't want to say heirlooms, but I got. I got the same the same thing
2: uh you have for, a ceramic suran- family you yeah, have a yeah. suran- the christmas tree as well
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm having like a lot of brain farts right now <laughs> so.
2: of course it's when of course it's when i'm the guest maybe jerry should be the one holding the mic and he's
1: also got one of those cuckoo clocks which, which i just turned my head to see yeah,
2: yeah it's a cuckoo clock that plays christmas music on the hour as long as i have the button up but because we don't want to wake the baby
1: i have the button off yes
2: for those of you that do not have children, once they are asleep, you want them to stay asleep until it's time for you to get up to go to work.
1: Yeah, we kind of had that. We kind of had had that problem uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah,
2: unfortunately, my you know my son's getting his back teeth in. So, and anyone that's had kids, you know, when those molars are coming in, ooh, it's it, you feel bad because they can't verbalize to you that they're in pain. You know, well, I
1: had I had my wisdom teeth.
0: I had all four of my wisdom teeth taken out at 15 years old. It was literally. It's own crisis to speak for itself. Did, did, at did,
1: the same time.
0: At the same did, time. Did they give you something? If I did, if I did get something, thank God I don't remember what I took because I probably took way too much of well, it.
1: Well, I could tell you right now. My bottoms
0: are out, but that's I it.
1: Could, I only have one of on my bottom out, but and then I think the other three grew in. But I can tell you, <laughs> Propofol is a wonderful, wonderful anesthetic... <laughs> And I can understand why why Michael Jackson uh, used that to sleep. Yeah, but,
2: yeah, but taking but, that to sleep is like taking chemo to shave your head.
1: But when you... Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> but when you wake up, Jimmy, you feel like a million bucks. Really bad side effect that I have is that when I wake up, I just want to buy things. I want to wake up, I want Keep to... Keep this sleep. guy away from Amazon. Yeah, I, I, I just want to buy things. It's like, I no, feel you're, so
0: good. You're going to be the shark tank of Amazon yeah. right now.
2: See, okay. I felt great when I walked out of the hotel room from my, from my honeymoon. Mm-hmm. The after effect... The constant blaring in gang, your gang, ear, gang, yeah, absolutely. But I wouldn't trade it for anything. <laughs> well, did you? Well, you, you had that for
1: me for like twenty years. Me, Jimmy. oh please, I've had so my wife. Training.
2: Come, my wife has told me many times. I think you married the wrong person. <laughs> but I think wait, 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 we shouldn't say that out loud because then Giuseppe and Georgie
1: will get jealous. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> now I've I've known I've known Georgie for like twenty. How old, Five? How, how old am I? Twenty? You're, no. you're thirty. You're, you're my thirty. I'm thirty. 30 he's about? thirty-six. So I've known him for 20s, 26 years. I've known 20, 27 years. I've known him. Wow. So it's been, it's been a wild ride with him. Um, the wild ride with you, Jimmy, 20, Oof. 20 years. A lot of fun. A lot and of fun. you know, and you know how I know that we've been friends for twenty years? How do you know that? Because you tell everybody on the freaking planet that we've been friends for twenty years. Well, it's something that well, <laughs>
2: I, and the reason I do that is because I'm exceptionally proud of our friendship. Because we've had our ebbs and our flows. We've had people literally try to bust up our friendship, but yeah. guess what? Didn't work. Yeah, didn't work. <laughs> didn't so, work.
1: So, 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 March, 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 and Soldiers. Getting back to that, the month of November, as soon as November first. Hits you. You and I, when we say goodbye to each other, it's never "Hey, goodbye, Jimmy, goodbye, Chris." It's always good, "Good night, night Ollie,", Ollie. <clears throat> or it's Goodnight, Goodnight. Good, "Good night, Stan. Good night. Good night. Good night, Ollie. Good night, Ollie." <laughs> I
0: think that's the most valuable Christmas present you could give each other every year. <laughs> oh, so then so the I can send his Christmas gift back because I got oh. it wrapped under the tree. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no, no.
2: <laughs> but um, yes. Christian should Christian return turn and say, "He's had my gift wrapped since July." <laughs> Christmas in the middle of July? Oh, yes, we do our Christmas shopping early. It's from me and from Ollie. Ollie. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I legit start my Christmas shopping in the summertime because I remember particularly one year. I think it was the first year I was married, so it was 2017. I started Christmas shopping in October. By the time I got to Christmas Eve, I was still missing three gifts. I managed to get them in time, but I felt like I was being strangled. So that's why I said, never again. So I started saving. I opened up a Christmas club. I didn't even have to think about it. By the time I got to October, I'm like, shh, look at all this money I got here.
1: So who, who, who strangled you?
2: I wish I could say my wife, but no, I'm only kidding. Oh my God. No, no, I literally felt like I was being strangled because when you know you only have a day before Christmas and you still got to get three gifts... That's anxiety, dude, because you know you're surrounded by people that are going to be handing you something, and you have nothing to hand them. That's not right. That's I, have a, a, I have
0: an interesting question. <laughs> what is the longest line you've ever seen in, like, a retail store around the Christmas time if you have to do, like, last-minute shopping?
1: Jimmy, you, you answer that question, and then I'll answer that question, because I actually work in retail, so I will, I will definitely tell you. The talk. longest
2: line <laughs> I was ever on in a retail store, would Toys R Us count? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Was to get the PS3.
1: Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. That's okay. what that was. I, I I could say about the the PlayStation 4. I was like third in line, which was like amazing that I got it and I <sighs> what got you it. Bastard. It's not going to happen with the PlayStation Five. I can tell you that. I'm not even getting
2: it until the bugs work out. But please tell me what so, about
1: yours? So I have two stories, and Jerry Jerry knows that. Actually, I I could tell you two or three stories. The two two stories are quick, and the third one is like is a, is a, like a pretty long story. But I could tell you that. Christmas. I worked Christmas Eve of 2015 at Toys R Us. Now you would think. <laughs> no, you would. You when would he think, was working there, oh, was he you, not happy? <laughs> you, uh, you, you would think maybe like it would be a little less insane because it's, it's Christmas, Christmas Eve and maybe everybody got in there, gotten their gifts. It wasn't. It was. It was insane. But the one thing that that I overheard a parent say. This is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard ever ever said, because it just defeats the purpose of gift giving was that they brought their kid to um to the store so he can just pick out the the the, the gifts that he wants. Just here, just go, just just pick out what you want. Here's your budget limit. And then I'll let you know when to stop. When to stop grabbing things. Basically, it was what, what was that game show? Su- su- Superstore sweeps or something like that. Oh,
0: Supermarket, Sweep. Supermarket
1: sweeps. Supermarket sweeps. Oh, then. oh, I love that. I used yeah. to love that show because, cause do do you remember back in like? Early early nineteen nineties in Nickelodeon, they would have the kids in Toys R Us doing the same exact thing, just grabbing oh, things. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. I wanted to do that so bad. I would just run to the video game section, just start grabbing video games.
0: Look, the, the millennials have to reintroduce their nostalgia in some yeah. way, shape, or form.
1: And then the two other stories were I saw a really long line for um for just for just toys, just toys, just I don't know what toys were happening. It was just it was just toys, and it, it was it was insane. I'm just I don't. I don't get it, I don't understand it, I don't... I'll wait in line for something...
2: It's definitely a flawed logic. You
1: want to know what shocked me? Was Star Wars Day. It was the very first Star Wars Day. Two months before The Force Awakens came out. I was like, oh my god, people are going to be flooding the store for, for the Star Wars toys. Nothing, it was empty. I was shocked with that, and then Christmas Eve became like this, this insane... Um Oof. Yeah.
0: Well Christmas Eve is a very centric holiday as far as people just staying in their houses all day, traditionally speaking, aside from like what's going on with the pandemic, but it's probably one of those scenarios where you have to fill space some way in your day, and then it's almost like you're willing to put yourself in that scenario of just waiting in line for something. It
2: also happens to be my favorite day of the year, so or Christmas Eve? Absolutely. <laughs> Christmas Eve Christmas Eve at at my grandparents' house, there's nothing like it. I absolutely love it. So, you know, my grandmother make, my grandfather makes that fish sauce. The Christmas, the Christmas music is playing. We unwrap gifts at midnight. Oh, there's nothing like it. And, you know, what was comical was last year, my uncle was dressed as Santa Claus <laughs> to go see my son. And after a few minutes of being in Santa's arms, he starts crying. And my uncle looks at my dad. You made the baby cry. No toys for you. <laughs> <laughs> Ever the comedian, my Uncle Pete. Every be- Santa Claus needs their Santa Claus. And, and Santa Claus is a and listen, Santa Claus is a character, a persona that I am you know, I have a lot of love for. Specifically because my great grandfather looked just like him. And what he used to do, I used to look at him and say, when I was a little kid, I used to say, Papa, are you really Santa Claus? And he used to look both ways and then put
1: his finger over his mouth and go, Shh. Nice. He was the coolest. You want to know what's funny? Speaking of holiday figures, you want to say figures? Mm-hmm. Uh, when, I, when I was in pre-K, the Easter Bunny came in, and I looked at my mom, and I went, really? I could see the zipper. And I was like four. <laughs> I just told my mom I was like, really. I could see the zipper. You were stripped of your
2: innocence at the age of four.
1: Yeah. No. No. I no. <laughs> San- San- Santa Claus. Santa Claus. I could believe it was the Easter Bunny. I'm like, nobody has shot this creature yet. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Homer? Fun. Killed <laughs> the Wabbit. the Wabbit. Uh, so uh, I just lost my train of thought. So uh, Christmas. So that that oh so. So the Italians, so tri- do you do the traditional Italian? Seven traditional? fishes. Seven fishes.
0: The, my, listen, my, my Jerry had no clue work with. Jerry so, has no a Jerry has no clue So cool it, I feel like within the last two episodes, we've pretty much had a stat-on order of Italian heritage. <laughs> <laughs> and nonetheless, I feel like I'm the only one who, But it'd be much Stad if i the, the <laughs> jetty? <laughs> Jerry's like, only what had, is the seven fishes? I've only had three fishes in the span of three years, recently three years, and then coalescing with that... I've only had probably like the cordon and, and I've I would, butcher, that wrong, the, I would like... butcher
2: the names if I tried to tell you. All I can tell you is that a traditional Italian Christmas Eve is one you don't forget. I'll never forget my wife's very first Christmas with my family. She sat down at the table because she heard about the seven fishes. and had
1: no clue what
2: she was. Had saying. not a clue. <laughs> had not a clue. Mm. And when she was done eating, she looked at me and said, "I need the recipe." And one of my favorite pictures of my wife is her and my grandfather standing, facing the oven, mm-hmm. talking to each other about how to cook. And he taught her how to make the recipe. Matter of fact, right there on the refrigerator mm-hmm. is the recipe. The copy and paste. The copy and paste. And let me tell you something. My wife made it before we got married and had we had everyone over the place. My grandfather had seconds and thirds. He looked at me and says, here's the dish your wife could cook. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the seven fishes, you don't have to... Uh, butchery because i'll i'll do it for you so for me uh we get this big huge um i guess you call it a wok or like a pan and get this big um heater in the backyard and we'll make like a paella of all of the fish in it so we'll do we'll do lobster We'll do king crab legs, which me and my cousin will fight over the king crab legs, literally with 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 forks and knives. We'll we'll, we'll stab each other's hands. Jesus. Yeah, I. don't no joke. No no joke. King crab leg, um, shrimp, uh, mussels, clams. Uh, don't laugh. Cockles. <laughs> um, and then this. And then the seventh fish is um, octopus. That would be or. Pupo or whatever. Italian. My wife is obsessed with that. Yeah, no, she it's loves good. that. It's, it's, it's good, very good. But that 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 wouldn't be part of the paella. That would be like a octopus salad. And then my dad would put all like um, chorizos, and he'll put rice, and he'll 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 basically it'll take twenty minutes to cook on this big ass fire that we made right. outside. It's going to be good. Like we every year, every year, I, I pretty much now it's gotten to the point where my dad just watches, and. uh and me and my uncle do it because I've been I've literally been cooking this dish since I was like five. This
0: leads me to another question between mm. the both of you. So mm. I'm curious about this. Who is the one person in your family that when they're in that environment trying to cook something, that kind of justifies the phrase, There's too many cooks in the kitchen?
2: Oh Jesus. All the things we could talk about when it comes to having too many cooks in the kitchen. We'd be here all damn night.
1: Oh my god. That that you you wanna know something? That's that's pretty that's pretty interesting. I don't think any... Because everybody comes outside. At least, like... It's usually three people that that are out... No, four people are outside. Me, my uncle, my dad, and, like, one of my cousins will just stand outside watching because he's hungry. He's, like, a hungry kid and just wants to watch us cook and make so sure... So you're,
0: you're the type that has the bougie binoculars like in the opera shows and you kind of just see from a distance.
1: <laughs> but, uh, do you... Do That's you... like
2: Pavarotti being, two Jews walking to a bar.
1: Do, uh... <laughs> do... Do you, uh, do you open up one gift Christmas Eve, or is that like the... Everything. Everything's Christmas Eve. Everything. Christmas. Literally, so, you, you grow eight arms. So what do you do Christmas Day?
2: Christmas Day, we make dinner. We have the family over at my parents' house. They go home and see you next year.
1: But, but so you don't open gifts cr- Christmas uh?
2: No, Christmas Eve... ah ah, Yeah. No, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is when we open all the gifts at my grandparents' house, and any gifts that are left here, we open here. Like, I remember... In particular, at the last apartment, when we woke up Christmas morning, mm-hmm. me, my wife, and my son, we opened our gifts there. Yeah, because you know, it makes no sense to bring all your gifts from one place yeah. to the other. Mm. Really, doesn't make any sense.
1: What was the? Uh, I, I asked this question on our uh, holiday roundtable, which, which is going to get a part two. Um, what, 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 part what was two, the? Too. What was the best gift that you uh, that you opened up? Well, okay, so so let so let, let me ask you this question. What was the best gift that you opened? What was the hilarious gift that you opened? And then I I'll, I'll tell you what the hilarious, what I mean by hilarious gift by using a story from me. Um this was 2000, not 2000. This was 1990, I want to say 6, 5 or 6. Uh there was a gift that was wrapped in Star Trek uh wrapping paper. And my aunt, who can't write for shit, <laughs> handwriting, is uh, writes down writes down a name. Now, me and my cousin Christine obviously have similar names.
2: So none of you could tell who was. Really so none
1: far. of you. So I don't know if they were joking with me or if they were like you were fine, they, Christine. Don't so worry they about so <laughs> so they gave the gift to my cousin. And I'm all upset because I'm like, but it's got Star Trek wrapping on it. It's got to be mine. It must be mine. So we start opening up the gifts. And my cousin opens up the gift. And she goes, oh my god, I got a Sega Genesis. <laughs> but the oh, gift, I I but the gift my- was mine. But the gift was mine. But the, I think they did it as a joke. But I was like, I was not a happy camper. And then they wound up giving me the Sega Genesis anyway. But that I would have been fuming. If oh, yeah, yeah. I would have been, been fuming if that was
2: me. Yeah. Now... To answer your question,
1: yeah.
2: the most ridiculous gift I ever received
1: mm-hmm.
2: was a Kris Kringle at it was work
1: Was me. Oh, uh, no. <laughs>
2: You're the gift that keeps on taking. <laughs> That's a great way the to it. The most hilarious happening. gift I ever received when I was working in the dietary department at the hospital was my Kris Kringle. I received a John Cena t shirt epic <laughs> and that john cena t-shirt may or may not have mysteriously found its way into the fire at work
1: oh god we're not okay, gonna we're, yeah. we're we're not gonna you want me to answer the question no. i answered the question we're we're we're, we're not gonna go into and i'm happy this. to
2: say that i only used a pair of gloves to touch that thing
1: oh god uh,
2: <laughs> and the greatest gift so you thought the shirt had covid then
1: Back then, <laughs> oh that
2: shirt! That shirt to me was worse than a virus. It was a disease. Good lord! <laughs> uh, and the best gift I ever received in my entire life your Christmas was your <laughs> son. No, 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 the, no! The best gift I ever received in my life was my son. Now, the best Christmas gift I ever received was my dog Lucky. Ooh, okay. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. I got him
2: for Christmas in the year two thousand. And let me tell you something. Both my sister <laughs> and I were crying when we got that dog.
1: I I, I missed that dog.
2: <laughs> we had him for thirteen years and let me tell you something. I love my I loved my parents' dog Gino. He's a good dog. He's Came a good you. boy. He's a pain in the ass. <laughs> he, he, he he literally from what I'm told, he will sleep up the crevice of my mother's behind because he loves my mother. I he, but, how,
1: but, he loves my arm and I would just leave well, it like because that he sees a bone when he sees you <laughs> no meaning like he does things to my arm that is I don't
2: know how we offed his balls many years ago yeah I don't know. but lucky was the best gift I ever received because let me tell because not only did I gain a gift I gained a friend
1: the the big joke that we have about Lucky was uh, Joe used to make the joke every time he used to bark he used to go what happened Lucky Jimmy, Jimmy fell down the well again. I still I don't know where Joe got that from, but he beat he beat Lassie. It's from Lassie. He Who?
2: beat that. I've never seen that movie.
1: There's no, a lot of class- no It's a TV show. I think I've it's never seen it. It's a TV show. There's a lot
2: of classics I've never seen. Like yeah, yeah. I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life.
1: Yeah, I'd never seen it. But it's, I've never it's,
2: seen it. Just like certain video game series, I've never played. Resident Evil. I've never played Final Fantasy.
1: You, you, you like Resident Evil. I'm sure I would. Final Fantasy, I'm definitely going get you one. Right but, there.
2: like I said, the reason that gift was so significant was because I also gained a friend, and that dog... Let me tell you something. That's why, for me, and I'm not trying to be political, anyone that beats their pets should go to jail.
0: Yeah.
2: Because the animals can't really defend themselves, especially when you're, when they're, when you're their master. They fear mm. you.
1: I will murder anybody. No, <laughs> that, oh, that hurts an animal. And, and listen...
2: Don't talk about hurting cats in front of my wife. Or, me. My, or my, me. my wife is... Oh, please. She calls this one what's Meow. My, what's called, my nickname? What's she my calls nickname? him Meow
0: Meow.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what, what? Not nearly as interesting as the nickname she gave Kenny. Oh, hard drive!
1: Oh, which, <laughs> all because they, we
2: were talking about external hard drives when we were in uh, Lee's Tavern one night. Now she calls him hard drive. So and he gets a kick out of it. So I'll, I'll I've never known that. I'll That's tell, great.
1: I'll tell a funny story about, about, about your wife, which is, which is funny. Uh oh. So Jimmy, so one day, so me, me and Jimmy's wife trade, trade cat pictures. And so, so one day, my cat was in a weird position. It was like two in the morning. So I just go, and you know, I'll, I'll send her the picture two in the morning and uh thinking she'll get it she'll wake up like seven in the morning and i'll get a text when i wake up so i send this picture two in the morning about 10 minutes later i get a phone call from jimmy why are you saying my wife cat pictures at two and (laughs) eight he didn't he he didn't use he didn't say cat he used an explosive but but he's like expletive an expletive but that 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 is not could, suitable no, for, that for radio wavelengths. I'd say that could be referred to as a cat.
2: But, uh... Jimmy, why r- and it rhymes with wussy. Yeah.
1: So why... Jimmy, don't so be why, wussy. Why, why are you <laughs> sending my wife cat uh, that pic, th- those pictures at night? And I'm like... Oh. So and now, now they both tell me that they're texting each other
2: just to screw with me. Just
1: do it. Just, 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 uh, just, uh, just. Oh
2: please! Me. You know, go figure. I was hoping my wife would like my friends, and here she is trading text messages at two in the morning with this guy. <laughs>
0: so, and you know what happens now? <laughs> as, as my favorite cat over here, I trade Christian all the time with everybody.
1: Oh god! Did you
0: run, do you run a train on him too? <laughs> eh, once in a while with the MTA, it's not a big oh, deal. Oh Jesus it's Christ! Ha- it's our own boys. Jerry has
1: a tab on me. It's fine. <laughs> no. Oh, Jesus. Uh- so uh so we've gone from Thanksgiving. Yeah, we've gone to Christmas. Where do we go from here? So, so I would be amiss not to have you rant on this on this podcast about. Oh God! So no, P- P- people are going to think I'm going to say about wrestling. No, we're we're not going to rant about wrestling. That that'd be a whole podcast on to on. We community. could do so, a whole show just on pro so, wrestling. And uh, on good things too. Yeah, good there things. are plenty Should of good be. things I'm in bad. pro wrestling. Plenty. So, so, but the thing is, is Jimmy Jimmy has been told that he knows nothing but wrestling, but that would be <laughs> but that would be that would be a lie. Uh Jimmy, I've been at the end of many conversations to the point of nauseating want to slap him in the head because I get it. Is uh why uh just 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 briefly and and you have an a sixty minute time limit. Uh <laughs> I'm joking. You don't have a sixty minute time limit. <laughs> uh is you no uh limits. You just, presume my power has yeah, limits. So there are none. There are no limits. Uh, so just explain to us why Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James. And before, and before you go off and answer all the hate mail is going to come in so much right now, go LeBron, go LeBron James is not better than Michael. Well,
2: well, first of all, I want to start by saying LeBron James is a phenomenal, not a good, not a great, a phenomenal basketball player. He will go down as one of the greatest to ever play the game. He is within the top 10.
1: To ever grace the court, They're, give us th- give us some statistics as, as to why Michael Jordan is better than. Better oh, than I'll, I'll
2: give you the greatest statistic of them all. Now, he's six and zero. He's six and zero in the NBA Finals. Not only that, all six of those times, he was the Finals MVP. And how many
1: games did Michael Jordan do do it in?
2: Michael Jordan yeah. never ever had to go to a game seven in the NBA Finals. Yes. Listen, but let me let me try to paint the picture here. I'm a New York Knicks fan. Always have been. Unfortunately, <laughs> okay. and I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to see a lot of basketball from when I was six to seven, eight years old. That was the time period that I really watched it because my dad always watched it. He has since given up on the Knicks. I wish he would have done the same thing with the Mets so that way I wouldn't have to suffer. It's very justified. For him. Now we have new ownership. The Mets have new ownership, so yeah, now we no, got I'm a really... shot. Louis, if you're listening, we got a shot now.
1: Well, is a Red Sox fan. So, yeah, but, but Lou will also root for the Nets. But not they, to get off topic. But uh, I'm a Nets fan, so that's, that's well, unfortunate you guys will for me. Well,
2: listen, yes. the only reason you guys got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving is because they wanted to stay as far away from the Knicks' ownership as possible. Well, I,
1: I haven't watched basketball since... You need to. ...since, since Jason Kidd was part of the I Nets. need someone to yeah. talk this stuff with. There's only so many times I can message I don't know mark when on it's on half the time. I, 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 I <laughs>
2: Joe's Mark.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Joe's Mark. But, um... No, no, yeah, I, yeah, so anyway, so... So anyways, I just yeah. want to... Just break down a few... Th- briefly, briefly, briefly. I'm briefly. not going to give
2: opinions on what I think of LeBron as a human being. I'm only going to talk about facts here. Mm. Okay? Michael Air Jeffrey Jordan has 10 scoring titles to his name. That means he led the league in scoring 10 times.
0: Yeah.
2: LeBron has led the league in scoring once. Michael Jordan was Defensive Player of the Year... The same year, he won a scoring championship, which meant he scored the most. He was also the league MVP, so that meant he was the best in the whole league. And he won the dunk contest. And he was the all-star league, all-star MVP. So when they had the all-star game, he was the MVP. That was all in the span of one year. And that was before he won his first championship. That is dominance. What that means, he was the best on the offensive side. He was the best on the defensive side. What other side is there? And not only that, what to me seals the deal. With, with, to me, it's not even really a debate. Because there's still a bunch of people that LeBron James, to me, has to jump over before he can even get to Michael Jordan. Because to me, when you're talking about the greatest to ever play basketball.
1: Kobe, he's got to go, go past Kobe. Oh, he still hasn't passed Kobe. Yeah.
2: He still hasn't passed Kobe. But just to go in order. Because I do believe that when you're ranking sports, when you're ranking entertainment, there is a pecking order.
1: Charles Barkley. <laughs> no, no, he's been
2: past Charles. Oh, Barkley. he's been past Charles. Barkley, Barkley has no championships to his name. Just, just because I like him doesn't mean he's in. He's at the top. Patrick it goes to show
1: you my my basketball. When I Patrick
2: <laughs> Ewing is one of my, if not my favorite player from the <laughs> Knicks. He has no rings to his name. I can't rank him high.
1: What about Shaq? Does he? Have a-
2: Shaq is high. I think right now he just. I think with the championship he won this year, he passes Shaq. Really? Yes, I do. Okay. I'm just being. Listen, I'm just being honest. No, no I can like, commend you for that. You get, listen, you got Michael Jordan. You got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Who if Who if Michael Jordan didn't exist, would be considered the greatest? I mean, the Kareem's body of work speaks for itself. Then you got Magic Johnson. Yeah. Magic Johnson led the greatest team in the history of basketball, the Showtime Lakers. He grabbed that team by the throat and said, "Let's Ethan go." Yeah. Magic Johnson was a leader. Then you get to Bill Russell. Bill Russell's got 11 championships. And he dominated, statistically, one of the greatest players of all time in Wilt Chamberlain. I, I was about
1: to say Wilt Chamberlain. Chamberlain yeah.
2: was the LeBron of his era in the aspect of he put up spectacular numbers, but he always got beat when it mattered the most. Wilt only has two titles. Hmm. Bill Russell's sitting there where well, he ain't got enough fingers to put them rings on. He's got 11. Then you get to my man. My favorite basketball player, Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Let right. me explain something to you about this guy. If this guy played in today's game, where no one plays defense anymore, you'll notice the games are always in the hundreds. The points are always over a hundred. Don't you feel that, like that's uniform in sports? Too? I Don't always you feel like, like that. A lot of
0: people kind of in defense. More I, I, I
2: in do feel that, but it's more so with the NBA. It's more so with the NBA because. You look at some of the greatest games to ever be played, like the, like the, the Chicago Bulls against the, the frickin' Utah Jazz for the championship. Those games were finishing in the 80s to the 90s. Today's games, they go into the 120s, the 130s. It's ridiculous. It shows no one's playing defense. But back to Larry Bird. This guy was a killer. This is, what, this is just an example of what Larry would do. Chris, while he's bouncing the ball, I'm going to put a three right in your face right there. And then he would pre- so and, so. He, and then he would proceed. So he trash talk you. According, this is a quote from Magic, from Irving Magic Johnson. Larry Bird was the only player that I feared.
1: He's a now, demon. <laughs> now, when Larry
2: Bird is willing to openly admit that he was afraid of your ass, that tells you Larry Bird to put a lid on Larry is the only guy that could literally say he beat. Every last real baller in his era. He could walk into a room filled with Hall of Famers like Kareem, like Magic, like Jordan, like like uh, Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars, Dennis Rodman. I beat you, 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 you. He didn't beat Michael Jordan. He swept him. Michael Jordan didn't get a game on Larry Bird. Larry Bird was mentally tough, and that's another part of basketball that I feel is seriously missing, the mental aspect of the game. Back then, Magic Johnson wasn't looking to team up with Larry Bird or Mag- or, or or Michael Jordan. He wanted to beat those guys, so he yeah. had a notch in his belt. Today, you got guys looking to team up. And this is one of the reasons why I have a little bit of a lack of respect for LeBron James. He didn't win his first title until he went down to South Beach to team up with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch. Two Hall of Famers. He went to team up with them, a team that had already won a championship. And guess what they did their first year? They got destroyed by the Dallas Mavericks. in a way, and, and and unfortunately, LeBron James shrunk in a way that no superstar ever had. And to me, that's always what's going to keep him off the pedestal. And that covers Larry.
0: I have an interesting question kind of following that. So when, when let's say, a player of any sport, not even just basketball, there's a. am not going to say, like, lack of loyalty, but in a sense this person goes to, like, other teams. Does that kind of, like, discredit that person's legacy in hindsight? When they when the team they're going to was already set up to
2: win or has already won, it does in a lot of ways because, number one, it's showing you couldn't beat them. It's yeah. showing you couldn't get it done against them. And it also shows that you're trying to weaken the most important aspect of sports, which is competition. You know, to, to talk about Michael Jordan... If you look at the beginning of his career, and a lot of people that try to discredit him talk about the times that he lost in the playoffs, which he did. He did lose in the playoffs. But you can never point to a team that Michael Jordan and the Bulls lost to where the team was mediocre. Michael Jordan was losing up losing against the the Showtime Lakers. That's One of the top two or three teams of all time. He was losing to the Larry Bird-led Celtics. Another one of the top two or three teams. And he was losing to the bad boy Pistons. There's a reason they called them the bad boys. Right. Because you know what they were doing? They were implementing the Jordan rules, which was when he takes to the air, knock them out of the sky. They were literally, it was like football on a basketball court. And it's not like today where they call... (sighs) You breathe on someone and you and a foul As, gets called. Back then, you had guys like Dennis Rodman and Rough Riders like Isaiah so, Thomas who were beating on him.
1: So I'll 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 tell you I'll tell you funny story because I I used to play basketball in uh, in grammar school. So I'll, I'll I'll tell you a a funny story. We played a school in Staten Island. I'm not gonna I'm not going to name the school name just. But even though it was t- twenty years ago,
0: you were better than our school. I know that. Yeah.
1: No. So. This team was playing so aggressive. We had the tallest person on our team, who was who was the center. Now you gotta realize this is fourth grade, mm-hmm. tallest person on the team playing 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 the center,
2: mm-hmm.
1: gets tossed over the announcer's table, and there was no foul that was called. I oh, believe it. And that's oh, two thousand. I believe it. That yeah. is. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Believe it. Yeah. I got kicked out of the game. For being overly aggressive. Uh, The coach got kicked out. To the Great. point that my dad had to jump in because and, and, he was like the third the third assistant coach where it's like if the coach and the assistant coach got, got kicked out of the he game, had he had to jump in. So the coach and the assistant coach got kicked out of the game because they were arguing with the referees because, I mean, a fourth grade gets tackled over the thing. You're not calling a uh, a foul or, or, or a e- ejection from the game. That, that's wow. kind of a – Well, that, that, that yeah.
2: certainly fits the time and, but, you know, unfortunately yeah. with today's game, Today you'd you'd you you'd be suspended for the whole year with that. So
1: let me let let let, let me ask you that because you, you you brought up something interesting about about the teams. Do you feel like nowadays? So when Jordan when Jordan was playing, there was a lot more. The competition was a lot more stiffer. Oh, without whereas, question. Where, whereas today it's a little more lax, which you can see why I guess LeBron is third is is thriving, is because there's not a lot of, I guess the competition
2: aspect of basketball has without question decreased for the simple fact of you have people and it's a trend that started with lebron jumping from team to team to team up with their friends because they want an easy route to a championship there is no more com- like i'm just going to throw out a few names and anyone that follows sports and i have this handy because anytime this this competition debate comes up i always have this handy just to go through a few teams that Michael Jordan defeated in high stakes games. Right. The, 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 the Bad Boy Pistons, Isaiah Thomas, Bill Lambeer, Joe Dumars, and Dennis Rodman. When Dennis Rodman was a Defensive Player of the Year. That, this isn't Dennis Rodman when he was spiraling out of control when he was on the Bulls, going to Vegas, banging Carmen Electra, and then going to WCW and, and
1: then and then joining the NWA. <laughs> this, this is this is Dennis Rodman.
2: This is Dennis Rodman when the glove Gary Payton was calling him the fuck up guy, the guy that fucked everyone shit up. The you worm. You the worm. <laughs> you couldn't do anything because it, it's like if you're playing Magic the Gathering. Anyone that plays Magic the Gathering knows if you're using a blue deck, that's the no deck. Oh, you want to do this? No. You want to summon a monster? No, you can't. That was Dennis Rodman. Then we go into 92. The New York Knicks were no joke. You're talking Patrick Ewing, primetime Charles Oakley, Mark Jackson. I mean, come on. Are you just kidding me? Then you go into 93. Charles Barkley's MVP season. This was no joke. It was Charles Barkley. It was Tom Chambers. It was Kevin Johnson. This isn't a joke team. What about from 91-92 when he was going up against the Portland Trailblazers with... Terry Porter, Clyde Drexler, Kevin Duckworth. This isn't; these aren't joke teams. Then Michael goes into retirement. He comes out. And he reti- comes back. <laughs> he comes out of retirement. Plays and many plays plays a, baseball
1: for 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 and a season. And many of the
2: LeBron James Stuper <laughs> fans talk about the few games he played in the the season when he came back. He only played what? That
1: was, that was what the Wizards.
2: No, 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 no. Oh, that what? was after he retired the second time. Oh, okay. I'm talking about when he first came out of retirement, there was a few games to be played in the season that was left. Oh, okay. And he wasn't in basketball shape. He played a a small handful of games. Yeah,
1: they were basically... And and
2: lost to the Orlando Magic. An Orlando Magic team that had Shaq, Penny, and friggin' 3D Dennis Scott, Nick Anderson, and a former teammate of his, Horace Grant. When Michael came back for the 95-96 season... He didn't beat that team. He swept them. Swept them. Put them down. They were going to be the next dynasty after the Bulls. And when Michael came out of retirement, guess what? He chased Shaq out of the conference. Shaq said, we're not beating this team. Then after that, he goes up against the Knicks again. But this time, it's a pumped-up Knicks team with Oakley, Ewing, Mason, John Starks. That's not an easy team to beat. Goes up against the Seattle Supersonics, a tough-ass Seattle Supersonics, with Gary... Peyton and Sean Kemp before he became Sean Klump and screwed himself <laughs> <Shut> up. up. <laughs> and it was phenomenal. Then you go into the, the late the later nineties. What's the main team he beat? The Utah Jazz team. Mm-hmm. That Utah Jazz team was ridiculous with possibly the greatest duo of all time with Paul Malone and John Stockton. Everywhere he looked, it was competition. And the road to getting to the finals was much tougher on Michael Jordan. Then it is on LeBron James. It's not even a debate. To continue what we were talking about earlier with the top of all time, after Larry Bird, I have Kobe Bryant. Because, I mean, come on. Kobe Bryant's got five championships. The guy was a killer. Whenever he smelled blood, it was over. Kobe got hotter than any other player I've ever seen. He could get hotter faster than anyone else. Those Virgos, man. And then <laughs> after that, I have LeBron James. I have LeBron James after Kobe, and then I got Shaq, and then I got Will Chamberlain, and then I got Tim Duncan. But the main reason—that's
0: a pretty solidified. I think. I,
2: I, I, I let me tell you something. LeBron James has stated, he said this after he won the championship this year, he wants his damn respect. What he's basically saying is he either wants to be recognized as the greatest player of all time, or he feels you don't respect him. Well, I doubt LeBron James is going to listen to this podcast, but consider yourself disrespected, bro, because you haven't earned, you haven't earned that distinction. You have a guy at the top of the mountain who is undefeated. Let me say this again. He is undefeated. In the NBA Finals, in a much tougher league, where they didn't call all that tiki tack stuff. Ask any of the classic guys that played the game, except for Isaiah Thomas, because he's salty that Michael Jordan cooked him. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was going to the rim every night, getting beat up.
1: He also he also played with the flu. <laughs> no, it
2: wasn't it wasn't the flu. Was it, it was food poisoning.
1: Well, just, just as bad. It was food just Nick, just as bad. Passed out in the first half, toughed it out and stole the game. Well, you got to realize he's probably sweating out all the all the what, what was what was what was happening. Well, nonetheless,
0: it goes to, it shows perspective that if you have the willingness to play something hmm. no matter what strands are against you, like you're you're gonna win if you have that mindset consistent.
2: Absolutely, and Michael Jordan had a winner's mindset. And let me also emphasize this: and anyone that's a sports fan will understand what I'm saying out of all the supporting cast for title teams the top 10 lowest supporting cast for title teams meaning the lowest supporting teammates five out of the top 10 are mj's teammates yeah that is a ridiculous stat do you understand what that means i'll put it in a simple perspective for our audience that means michael jordan was a winner at the end of the day sports is about winning and losing and as great as LeBron is, he puts up great numbers. He is 4-6 and six in the finals. That means six times he got to the finals and he got his ass kicked. Mm. He's got as many losses as Michael has wins. And I got news for you. I look at the, the failures that LeBron has had. The failures against the Dallas Mavericks. The failures against the Spurs. Even the failures against the Golden State Warriors. Let me tell you what would have happened if it was Michael Jordan. Do I think he would have won all those series? No. I do think that the Golden State Warriors, the way they were assembled, if you'd switch out LeBron James with Michael Jordan and he's playing with LeBron's teammates for that one series, the Warriors would probably win. But I'll tell you what's not going to happen Michael Jordan is not going to leave that court with anything left in the chamber he's not going to punch the whiteboard after game one. Mm. And then when he loses, go to the press conference with his wife's black scarf wrapped around his hand saying, I pretty much played the last three games with a broken hand. <laughs> You're not going to see Michael make excuses. Whenever he got beat in the playoffs, you know, he said, yeah, they were a the better team. We're going to try to come back and be a little better next time. He didn't throw his teammates under the bus. He didn't, he didn't try to say, oh, I'm playing with top heavy as fuck. He would never do that. Now, let me ask you this. Would he go to his teammates and practice and say, yo, up your effing game? You're damn right he would. And guess what? People may knock Michael Jordan because he was tough on his teammates, and that might be putting it lightly. But guess what? It worked. It worked. Because guess what? When they got to the finals, they didn't lose. When it mattered the most, when the money was on the table, when the trophy was on the table, when everything was on the line, he never let us down. Bottom line. And that's why, to me... LeBron, he could win another five titles. It'll be good for his legacy, but he'll never crack the top four for me. Because That's- as a leader, as a leader, he has quit on his team too many times. And I can't look past that. His fans and, his, and the blind witnesses in the liberal sports media will look past that because of the political things that he has said. And we're not going to get into that. But when it comes down to it, when it comes down to sports you're also not just looking at someone's skill level. You're looking at that little extra something inside their chest to overcome adversity. Mm. And LeBron James has too much quit in his heart. And that's the bottom line.
1: Uh... I was going to say something, and then I forgot. <laughs> I think that
2: was a pretty so, calm rant. Yeah, so that was
1: uh, that was. I gave you a 16 minute time limit. You you you, you ended on 30 minutes. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, uh, no, no. I I didn't no,
2: think I didn't think no. I was over the line. I th- I thought I was. I thought that was pretty insightful. I think that so, was like ESPN level analysis so, right there. Oh no, they wouldn't let me on ESPN because unless you're stroking LeBron's ego, they don't want you there. They the don't. The only one they like let that. on there is Skip Bayless, but they he says some outlandish right. things himself. I right. with yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so, Jimmy. So yeah. So, so yeah. So I mean. I'm we're, fired up. We're, we're almost we're almost to the end here. Aww. I know. I hate so that. so, uh, in the middle in the middle of the podcast, I thought of something interesting that we can do. Okay. And Jerry can play this game too. What happened? So, so uh, me and Jimmy love this particular show, and uh, I think I think it's ending or it did end or something. Hmm. But uh, it's a uh. I'm going to ask Jimmy a number of questions. Okay, it's a questionnaire uh, from Inside the Actor Studio, and uh, Jerry Ooh, Jerry okay. can Jerry can add, Jerry can answer these questions too because I want I want to know his. So it's the ten questions questionnaire by uh, cool. Bernard Pivot, which was uh, then read off by James Lipton, the great the great and late James. James Lipton, who
2: I was fortunate enough who to Jimmy meet.
1: met, who Jimmy met didn't even know his name, but 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 knew but but knew who he was.
2: Oh, and I asked him who his favorite guest his favorite guest was. He said it was Robin Williams, and I told him I enjoyed when he had George Carlin. It's yeah. like, oh, George was oh, very intelligent.
0: Before you get into yeah, that, right. I have an interesting question because you have met like a lot of celebrities in your past. I was curious, like which one do you feel like uh, was the most personable to you? Who you feel like you could kind of have like a Natural conversation within
1: the moment. The Undertaker. No, uh, <laughs> un- uh, uh,
0: unfortunately, that is correct.
1: The Undertaker. Uh, I <laughs> have
2: met. I have had the privilege and the pleasure to meet Mark Callaway. <laughs> um, he's a pretty down-to-earth guy. The love of
1: Jimmy's. Oh no, <laughs> the love of my life is putting my son to bed right now. Thank you very much. <laughs> that guy
2: just happened to be a childhood idol of mine that I enjoyed watching <laughs> on television from when I was a kid. And I remember when I spoke to him, and I when I met him, he was just very, very nice. He listened to what I had to say, and I had a picture that I took of him in MSG when mm. I was three. And I showed it to him, and he looked at that picture for a few seconds, and I said, I took that picture of you when I was three years old in Madison Square Garden. And he saw my three-year-old handwriting on the back. I wrote The Undertaker, so that way when I showed people who it was, <laughs> they would know what his name was. And... um. He said, "You kept this all this time," and I looked at him right in the face and said, "Of course I did. You're my hero." Oh. And, <laughs> and he just gave me he gave me a real nice smile. And when I told him what I thought of him, and I and it was time for me to leave, I stuck my hand out to him to shake his hand. He stood up,
0: all six foot eleven of him stood up, and he stuck his.
1: hand I thought out it was shit. seven foot. No, shit, no <laughs> that's,
2: brother, that's, seven foot that's a good foot. brand
0: of character, though. Oh, no, especially when you're going from sit down to stand up, that speaks volumes to how the person has re- has received like the conversation with you. That's a, that's a very astute observation. Um, and what's, what's, what's very heartwarming
2: for me is that, you know, this past Sunday he finally retired after 30 years. Yeah. And <laughs> the quote that I heard from him that really resonated with me was that as far as my fans, the only thing I that I can hope is they understand how much it meant to me to be the Undertaker for them. And I tell you something, I'm happy he's retired because pro wrestling is a tough business. It's 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 taxing on your body and on your mind, and I just want this guy to stay home, enjoy his wife, enjoy his kids, and enjoy the rest of his life. Because if anyone's earned that rest, it's him. But mm. Christian, you have questions so, and I have answers. So
1: and so, I'll ask you the first question. You can answer it, and then I'll go over to Jerry, and we'll we'll bounce back and forth. Okay. So the so the first question is, what is your favorite word? Not curse word. What's your favorite word? Right. Right. Jerry, what's your favorite word? Jubilant. Jubilant. Okay. What is your least favorite word? Wrong. Hmm. Suffering. Suffering. Oh boy. What turns you on? My wife. Intellect. What turns you off?
0: My wife. Intellect.
1: (laughs) 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 What sound or noise do you love? I, I I already know what it is. He's he, he's getting. Stop he's, it! Don't 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 give it, away. Not, don't give it I'm away. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. As soon as as soon as I saw him, pick up his phone. Uh, it's, it's Don't it's give it away, you little thing. You. What what's your favorite word, Jerry? Well, what, what, what You, mean, you mean your favorite? Uh, sound I, mean, I mean your favorite sound. What's your favorite sound?
0: There's always something fascinating, and kind of like for the over dramatic sense of Sarah McLaughlin in the arms of an angel, there is just something so like ridiculous about hearing that. That's a sound of noise that I hate. Okay, Jerry. Sound of noise that I love. Uh, of course.
1: <laughs> I didn't even have to. As soon as, soon as I saw. Sort of somewhere the phone in the up,
2: world. Somewhere in the world. Someone saying, "What a mark!" Yeah,
1: what a mark. Um, what sound of noise do you hate? Also, the gong.
2: Sound of noise. Sound of noise that I absolutely hate is the sound of the coal bell at
0: work. Jerry. Grunting at the gym
1: grunting at the gr-
0: grunting at <clears throat> the it's like Macho Man <laughs> Randy Savage level shit oh yeah. yeah.
1: alright alright this is, this is gonna be interesting what's your favorite curse word motherfucker
0: hmm that's an I, easy one shit I always like shit I
1: I, I can tell you what my favorite you word is you eat Jerry so Damn, real quick Jerry. real quick I can tell you what my favorite word is because it's the most hilarious word that I can think of that nobody know, that a lot of people that we know don't know that just makes Jerry laugh for no reason Pontificate. Pontificate. <laughs> I don't know why that that, that word. Thank makes you, me thank aware. you, Webster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pontificate. Pontificate. Webster's
2: dictionary sitting right next to me.
1: So, uh, what? What did you say? Your favorite crossword word was your shit. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Detective. Not pro wrestling. Not at <laughs> all. Not at all. <laughs> I would say social work. What profession would you not like to do?
2: Military. I ain't fighting no one's wars. (laughs) Policeman.
1: The big one. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
2: My son, you are home, the suffering is over, and you will never be wrong
0: again. I'd like to introduce you to Bette Miller, but she's not here yet. and uh, good night everybody good night
1: everybody I, I, <laughs> that's such a jerry answer uh, so mine is uh my favorite word is pontificate i don't know what my le- oh my least favorite word is pardon i i it just that word just irks me i have no clue why beg, that, par- beg pardon yes yeah, that that or tinkle when somebody goes, I have to tinkle. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think partying just has this like excruciating I just hate factor, that. Similar to what moist would do.
1: What turns you on? I guess eyes. If you have a nice eyes or a nice smile. And red hair. <laughs> oh Jesus, all you redheads out there. And freckles. Um, what turns you off? Uh, Violence towards animals turns me off. <laughs> what sound and noise do you hate? I feel like I'm copying off of Robin Williams, but it's funny. What sound of noise do you hate?
2: That's actually the sound that he loved.
1: Oh, that, okay. oh no, that no, that I love. That that's the sound I love. What sound of noise do do you hate? I guess screeching. Uh, what's your favorite curse word? Bert. Son of a bitch! I think it's my favorite curse word what profession owner would you own would you like to attempt and all, in all seriousness I would love to be a professional wrestling manager because I think because I can't I would never be able to wrestle take those bumps but I think talking to an audience and making them hate you would be the most easiest thing that I can ever do ever in the history you do of realize
2: different. that at one point you might have to take a bump because if you're that good of a manager oh, they're yeah. gonna to want to see you get no, your but I, mean, like, but I mean like I I mean that. like a
1: bump every night would be would be would be terrible um, what profession would you not like to do? <sighs> Probably, like, being one of the, like, septic tank people. They have to, like, suck the poop out of, like, the, out of the, uh, the, the, out of those, uh, what, what are those things? Those, 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 uh. Porta potties. Porta potties. There you go. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> listen, being in the porta potties is no good. You're just going to catch crap all day right. long. If, if, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? I would like him to say, "What were you so worried about?" Aww. That's mine. Very sentimental. Or or or. Uh, stop pontificating,
0: Christian.
1: Oh, stop pontificating. Or as with Jerry, or to. Go off of Jerry's joke. Jer- Jerry be like, "Oh, I- I'd like to meet Betty White," and she's like, "And God's like, she's not here yet." <laughs> or, uh, or, oh, I, I, I'd like to meet um, the Rolling Stones. They're not here yet. <laughs> well, can I give an alternate answer
2: to my answer? What? Uh, heaven exists. Yeah. What would I want to hear God say when I enter?
1: Hey Bert hey Bert hey Bert hey Bert, hey Bert. No, no one's gonna get that joke because we haven't made that joke on the podcast. No, no, but there's one guy who's listening who ones. will get that joke, yeah. and that's all that matters. Or, uh, no, I know exactly. You'd walk up to God and you'd go, "Okay, who killed JFK?" <laughs> Whoa, please! That's a whole another episode. That's a, that, that's, a whole. that's a whole episode that we can do. We'll we'll, we'll have you, you come back We'll we'll have you come back and do really? and do a JFK one, back. and then and then oh, we'll and then we'll have you come back to do a wrestling one. We'll have to do you a JFK one. Maybe we'll have Ian come on. Oh, that would be Ian, great if you... Ian's Ian podcast, on... Ian's podcast. I think by the time this podcast happens, Ian would have been on the last one. And hopefully we haven't been thrown off of YouTube with that one. So, so, uh, so, so... I thought this was America, free speech. Eh. Mm. The uh, the algorithm on YouTube can be a little bitchy. But yes, yeah, so, uh, that was Jimmy. Finally, we had him on. Uh, so, Jerry, you got anything to promote? You got anything...
2: I actually do have something that oh, I yeah. would like to promote. I don't know. I
1: don't. I, I. I don't know if this will be. I. I think I know what you're going to. No, I'm actually promote. just okay. looking
2: to promote my uh, my kid sister's art. Art by Fibuca. oh yeah she's yeah. She's on Instagram. She's on Twitter. Uh, a bunch of wrestlers and celebrities know who she is. Her artwork is second to none. The kid is absolutely unbelievable. She's not a kid anymore. She's a grown woman. But to me, she's a kid. Uh, her artwork is absolutely outstanding. Uh, she does personal pictures for anyone. That is willing to just pay a a minor price because, you know, listen, at the end of the day, business is business and she's Mm got to make, she should make money off of her talents, but I guarantee you it's totally worth it. Wait, she
0: can make Christian good looking?
2: Ha ha ha! Oh, Christian
1: does
2: that all by does that all by, her, by her. so You have to see. You have to see the latest horror story my sister's drawing. It's the, it's the story of Joe's life. Oh, no! I love you, Chris. Okay, Jimmy.
1: Let's not let not, let's not start. Let's let not do all of that. Just, by, I I, just,
2: I know you guys promote her on the show, yeah. but I just wanted to make sure I put in mind for her. The kid is absolutely mm-hmm. phenomenal. Also, one other thing I would like to promote. I have a friend who's doing a toy drive at the hospital, mm-hmm. uh, Staten Island University Hospital. Anyone who would like to donate a toy. For a sick child, get in touch with Christian or Jerry and they will forward that number to me so I could get it to my friend. All right, cool. Um, it's, it's, yeah. something, it's something that they do every year. And listen, considering the year that these kids have had, no summer vacation, no graduation, no uh, no Halloween, no, birthdays, kids, these, no, no, birthdays. no birthday parties or whatever, these kids deserve to get Santa Claus. Even if they can't physically see him, if they can get a gift, that'd be great. As long as it's not a stuffed animal, we can accept it. So, I would greatly appreciate any generosity that could be given for these kids. Nothing expensive. Don't spend more than $25. bucks. do not buy a
1: PlayStation 5. No, (laughs) do
2: not. Unless you're going to donate it to the Christian Jimmy Foundation. Yes.
1: Uh, Okay, so that was it. Uh, So, some stuff we got to promote. You go to KnightsBoard.com where you can sign up and you can be a part of a collective group of people, content creators... The Collective Podcast is on there. We have a whole bunch of D&D uh, shows on there as well. We have some great artists on there that are looking to get their their art uh, looked at, which is great. Uh, we also have some announcements that at the time of this podcast, we haven't announced yet, but it's going to be announced. Uh, by, by the time this podcast comes out, it's going to be announced. But go in there, sign up. You get some great content uh, for the for the December season, we got some videos up there that I think you'll like, uh, with, and that's it. That's nightsboard.com. Sign up today. It's free. And, uh, just be part of the, uh, be part of a new movement of social media free of, uh, any type of, uh, algorithms. Uh, got anything to promote Jerry or
0: look at my sunglasses on Facebook. And then you'll want to not friend request yes. me afterwards.
1: So find us on YouTube at caputo collective uh, find us on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple iTunes, all those great uh, places where you can listen to uh, iTunes uh, or podcasts. And yeah, we'll we'll have Jimmy back to go on his JFK rant, his wrestling rant. If you thought the basketball one was uh, was was entertaining, just wait until there's a full hour of wrestling and or. JFK uh, uh theories of what happened if you want
2: to hear something interesting you should hear me talk about how the dc cinematic universe was a complete freaking train yeah
1: we'll 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 have one for that oh. one for his for his it's, it's uh christmas present for everybody we'll have that one for his the way his he would have had uh had it set up but uh from me and jerry that's it collective podcast it's the most wonderful time of the year or as you heard in the beginning it's the worst podcast of the year but whatever so we'll see you next time